Good morning, good morning. Welcome to episode 7 of the Get It Done podcast. Today is Friday, October 9th, and I'm so glad you joined me. I am Chrissy McMillan, and today we are going to go through John chapter 7 and then end by reading Psalm 7 together. So pull up that laundry basket, wash your dishes, hop on your treadmill, drive to work, do whatever needs to get done today while not allowing time in God's word to get pushed so far down the list that it doesn't happen. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. It is Friday. Yay. I really look forward to the weekends right now because I don't have to stay on my kids to get their schoolwork done. Um, Our weekends just, you know, aren't as busy as they used to be pre-COVID. So, you know, there's some good things about that. Well, there are things I absolutely love about homeschooling. It can be quite challenging. And I think the hardest part for me is I don't often get a break. Yesterday, I spent most of the day driving two kids to the dentist um, because you can't take them both at the same time anymore. So I had to take one, come back, get the other one, bring her in. They both had teeth pulled, so it was not not super fun. Um, but, you know, we had a dance lesson. We had piano lessons at our house um, while I was working and homeschooling stuff. And just we had to go to the store. Just, you know, it was, a, it was a busy day. It was a bit chaotic. And you know what? I started to get a little bit stressed in the morning about how I was going to get everything done that needed to be done. But as I was leaving the dentist appointment with kid number one, uh, she was chatting with me about all the different things that she wanted to talk about. And I just decided, you know what? I will get all my things done when I can today, even if it's late tonight. I've done that before, but I'm just going to enjoy these one-on-one conversations with my kiddos while I can, because you know what? I don't get a lot of one-on-one time with my kids. And guess what? I got everything done and was in bed two hours earlier than I have been able to be all week. We had a great day. My kids are doing well. They're happy. So I encourage you to just try to find those small moments. Maybe it's with your kids. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe a friend that just needs to have a conversation with someone one-on-one who might need your attention. Just make time for the people in our lives that need it. Everything else can get done eventually. It can make a huge difference in someone's life. Okay, so today we are in John chapter 7. So let's just go ahead and start reading. After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. He would not go about in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of booths was at hand. So his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, that your disciples also may see the works you are doing. For no one works in secret if he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not going up to the feast, for my time has not yet fully come. After saying this, he remained in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but in private. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, Where is he? And there was much muttering about him among the people. While some said he is a good man, others said, no, he is leading the people astray. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. About the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and began teaching. The Jews therefore marveled, saying, how is it that this man has learning when he has never studied? So Jesus answered them, my teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. 
If anyone's will is to do God's will, he will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own authority. The one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. Has not Moses given you the law, yet none of you keeps the law? Why do you seek to kill me? The crowd answered, You have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? Jesus answered them, I did one work, and you all marvel at it. Moses gave you circumcision, not that it is from Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath? If on the Sabbath a man receives circumcision, so that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because on the Sabbath I made a man's whole body well? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Something I found really interesting about this passage is where it says his brothers did not believe in him. Um, these were his actual like blood brothers that, that, that we're talking about. And um, I don't know, I never picked up on that before, but I just thought how interesting it is and how easy it is when you're really close to someone to be like, who are they to be doing this job in leadership or whatever? It's very easy to not see what's right in front of us. So I just thought that was really interesting that even Jesus had brothers that just didn't believe in him. They didn't believe he was the savior or understand that. So I heard someone point out at some point, um, like, why did Jesus lie to his brothers and say that he wasn't going to go to the feast when he really was going to go to the feast? And I, I think that it's important to point out that he said he wasn't going yet. His time had not yet come. He knew that the Jews were trying to set a trap for him. And so he just let his brothers go ahead, came up in private later. Um, you know, they weren't ready for him because they thought at that point that he wasn't coming. So um, they couldn't just kill him for no good reason in front of everyone. So and he and Jesus knew that the prophecy had not been fulfilled yet. He wasn't done with what he needed to do. He knew he was going to die eventually, yes, but it wasn't time yet. And then Jesus points out to the Jews, you know, why are you so focused on, on me? You're blaming me for doing a miracle on the Sabbath. You work on the Sabbath. You do circumcisions on the Sabbath, but you're focused on me because I, I made a whole man's body well just showing the hypocrisy among the Jews, just judging him and not wanting to see who he really was doing these miracles. So let's keep going. Verse 25. Some of the people of Jerusalem therefore said, Is not this the man whom they seek to kill? And here he is speaking openly and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Christ? But we know where this man comes from. And when Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. So Jesus proclaimed as he taught in the temple, You know me and you know where I come from, but I have not come of my own accord. He who sent me is true, and him you do not know. I know him, for I come from him, and he sent me. So they were seeking to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. Yet many of the people believed in him. They said, when the Christ appears, will he do more signs than this man has done? So here they are. They're, you know, isn't this the guy that the Jews are trying to kill? Why aren't they killing him? I don't, I don't understand. Well, it wasn't Jesus' time. God was protecting him. God kept him safe. Jesus knew what he was supposed to do because he came from God. God sent him. So the people were questioning that and wondering, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Aren't we not supposed to know where he came from? 
But then, you know, in the end, they're like, well, who's going to do more signs than this man has done? He's, he's fulfilled everything he was supposed to do. You know, they've never seen anyone else do any miracles like this. So this must be Jesus, you know. So they're starting they're starting to really, really start to get, get on board, right? So going on with verse 32. The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering these things about him, and the chief priests and Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. You will seek me, and you will not find me. Where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, You will seek me, and you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come? So he's talking about returning to God. He's going to heaven. He knows he's going to be killed. He knows he's going to rise again. He knows he's going to be in heaven with, with God, the Father. And the Jews are still stuck on worldly things. They clearly just do not understand the spiritual things that Jesus is talking about. And um, so they, they just think he's, he's going to try to leave and go somewhere. He's going to go be with the Greeks. They just cannot see that he is... Um, fulfilling scripture and that he's going to go to heaven. Verse 37. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So he's basically just, you know, he's telling them the Holy Spirit is coming, but the Holy Spirit's not there yet. So when he's talking about the, the water, it's the Holy Spirit. Verse 40, when they heard these words, some of the people said, this really is the prophet. Others said, this is the Christ. But some said, is the Christ to come from Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from the offspring of David and comes from Bethlehem? the village where David was. So there was a division among the people over him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers then came to the chief priests and Pharisees who said to them, Why did you not bring him? The officers answered, No one ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees answered them, Have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd that does not know the law is accursed. Nicodemus, who had gone to him before and who was one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. So remember, um, back in the beginning of John, Nicodemus had come to Jesus and had questioned him a bit. And so it's actually really possible that during this time, he had been telling people about Jesus. He'd been keeping an eye on him, maybe in, maybe in secret, maybe not really letting that many people know that he was paying attention, but he was paying attention to Jesus. And so, you know, here he kind of stands up for Jesus and uh, his fellow leaders, they were not, they were not real pleased about it. They're like, are you, did you become one of them? You believe him too? Um, are you from Galilee? Like that was a, that was a put down. So they were too sophisticated and, uh, that was an insult to 
a member of the Sanhedrin. So um, here that, you know, they questioned him about that too. And they were angry rather than listen to the opinion of someone that they once respected because he didn't agree with them necessarily. They felt he must be, you know, he must be wrong too. So, but it's, it's almost like they just wanted to get the last word in before leaving. And then they all went to their own house and, and that's where it ends. We will pick up with John 8 on Monday. Um, Have a wonderful weekend. And as we close today, we are going to meditate, think, pray, sing, whatever you want to do through Psalm 7. O Lord, my God, in you do I take refuge. Save me from all my pursuers and deliver me. Lest, like a lion, they tear my soul apart, rending it in pieces with none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is a wrong in my hands, if I have repaid my friend with evil or plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it and let him trample my life to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. Awake for me, You have appointed a judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples be gathered about you. Over it, return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. O let the evil of the wicked come to an end, and may you establish the righteous who test the minds and hearts, O righteous God. My shield is with God who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. If a man does not repent, God will wet his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digging it out, and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head, and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord the Most High. You guys, I hope you have an awesome weekend and that you spend some time this weekend having one-on-one conversations with people um, that you care about. They don't have to be long conversations. Just show them you care. Just give them a listening ear. Be a blessing to everyone around you today and remember you only need to please Jesus. Join me back on Monday for John 8 and Psalm 8 together. Spread the word to your friends that need to be filled with God's word each day. Follow me on Spotify and find me on my website, chrissymcmillan.com, and feel free to drop me a message, question, or comment at my email, getitdonemailbox at gmail.com. And as you go today, remember 3 John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. 